welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio, where we share tried and tested ways to grow your brand and get more customers. Everything from the latest in marketing and branding, right through to growing your team and creating an irresistible culture. Welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio. This is Christo here. In this episode, I'm going through 11 ideas to help you set your pricing of your products or services or products and services. So we're going to go through 11 approaches that we have used to assist hundreds of different businesses over the years, whether you're a product, you sell a product or a service or you know, your business to business or business to consumer uh, style of business that you offer. So the, the approaches are tried and tested. Obviously, there are a lot of variables when it comes to setting prices. So we cover off, uh, I cover off a lot in this episode to assist you with getting the prices right. And it doesn't matter if you've been in business for 50 years and you're, and you're happy with your pricing, you'll get, you'll get some ideas out of this to help you review your pricing and see if it's time for an update. Um, especially if you, or some of you might be listening in if you've never really put too much thought into your pricing. And a pricing, you know, obviously the pricing is a very important part of your business because it's the, it makes the difference between profit and no profit and, or trying to be so competitive in your market that you actually eat up all your profit. Um, so, you know, on the other hand, you've got to be looking after yourself and making money at the same time. And the more money you make, the more value you can add. So, um, it all works hand in hand. So I'm sure you'll get a lot out of this episode. If you do have any questions about it, feel free to get in touch with the team at basicbananas.com. And if you're new to Basic Bananas, you could check out the Marketing Blast Off Workshop, which you'll find on basicbananas.com. So just visit basicbananas.com and look for the Marketing Blast Off Workshop. It's a free two-hour online workshop where we go through a lot uh, a lot of value to help you grow your business and it's totally free at the moment due to the whole pandemic and everything going on so you're more than welcome to click on there and jump on that if you'd like to learn more about basic bananas uh, but otherwise enjoy the show and I trust it'll help you refine your pricing if you have specific questions about this episode simply get in touch with the team or comment on any, any of our social media channels and we'll be more than happy to help Okay, so everything I'm going through in this episode is obviously with the intention to help you sell more of your products and services and, and you know, make a decent profit along the way. So there's a lot to consider. It's almost like a, an art in itself setting your prices. So I'll roll through these 11 ideas, these 11 ideas, 11 different approaches and things you should consider as you set your pricing. There's a lot to think about when it becomes you know, when you get to that that point of deciding how much you should charge or, yeah, simply just reviewing. It's a good idea to review what you charge because sometimes you just started with a price and you've just stuck with it sometimes for years and without actually really giving it proper uh, thought, proper attention to, you know, and to adjust your pricing, you know, if it's just to make more money or if it's to, to make it more attractive to your customers and kind of finding that balance um, it's that healthy medium we're looking for between being competitive and also making sure that you're generating a profit. Now, some industries are more price sensitive than others, so keeping that in mind, and, and these are general suggestions, things that we have used to assist hundreds of different businesses over the years with uh, setting their pricing. Um, yeah, and there obviously there's a lot to consider, you know, in, in terms of the amount, amount you want to charge, 
which all and hopefully these points will help you get more clarity on all of that. So yeah, they're all tried and tested approaches that we've used countless times with product businesses, service businesses, uh, B2B style businesses, B2C, so business to business or business to consumer. So any style of business can use these and any size of business can use these um, ideas, these strategies that I'll share to help set or readjust your pricing. So the first one is don't have too many price options. If you have too many different options, your customer will likely feel overwhelmed and find it more difficult to decide what to buy. Whereas if your options are clear and it's easy for them to make a choice between your different offerings, then they'll be more likely to proceed, like to proceed towards a purchase. There's a good example in Dan Ariely's book, Predictably Irrational. It's a good read if you haven't read it in regards to, he's a psychologist in regards to kind of like marketing psychology. And uh, he shares an interesting experiment in which they created two different market stalls selling jam. And one of the stalls offered many different flavors of jam, whereas the other stall only offered a handful of flavors. And contrary to what you might think, you know, typically would think having more options, more flavors would surely result in people finding it more likely to, you know, have a flavor that they love, like more likely that they, they have a flavor for everyone and everyone's tastes and therefore sell more jam. Um, however, the stall with less flavors actually sold significantly higher, uh, a significantly higher amount of jam. So it appears that customers actually felt overwhelmed by the huge selection from the stall with lots of options, finding it kind of difficult to make a decision. So instead of buying, they, they kind of moved on. Now, as a general rule that I'll always, you probably heard me say this a hundred times before on episodes, uh, is that confused customers don't buy. So we have to make it very simple for customers to know how to proceed. So maybe it's worth considering limiting your options to make it easy for a customer to know how to proceed with a purchase. And if you do have a large range of offerings, wherever it's possible, add a recommended product. Um, or simply like assist the buyer with making their decision. You know, maybe it's like first you choose this, then this, then this, then this, then the other offerings or the colors and things like that you know, maybe offering a step-by-step um, -step process to assist them to decide uh, which option's right for them. Number two is create a contrast in your pricing. Customers will usually settle for the middle ground. So if you can create a contrast in your pricing and basically put an option which is in the middle of your other options, this will likely become your best seller. So if you've got a similar product or service, but you can sell it in different price levels, typically the middle one, people like to, to draw a contrast. You know, how does this compare to that and so on. Number three, um, idea number three. Another pricing strategy is to make a very high priced offering. We call this a price anchor so that your regular prices feel more affordable in contrast. And a high end offering also helps your brand to be perceived as high quality. So even if you never actually sell a really premium product or service, just the fact that you have it can create a perception of being more high end. Step four, idea number four, if you sell a service, try to make it tangible. Try to make services more tangible. For instance, a consultant could put together a framework, 
and that could help customers visualize their service. So you could see, look, this is the process we follow, the, the, the wheel or the four steps or whatever it is. So you create a framework that people can follow how you're working with them you know, through your service. Um, you know, you could also create a program that includes, let's say, you know, a course or, or people, you know, something like a, a six-week program or a six-week course and things like that. So try and make it more tangible than just one-off sessions if you're selling a service. Number five, add value to your offering to increase your prices. So if you're going to increase prices but you're concerned about putting off your existing customers or generating less new sales as a result, you could look for ways to increase the value of your offering. For example, if you sell, let's say, bicycles, then you could add on a maintenance package or a, or a membership package or a, a training that you offer. If you sell consulting, you, may, you could maybe consider offering extra resources like exclusive membership you know, to a, to a members-only website or, or a bonus planning session or something like that. Number six, know how much value you can add. This is an interesting one because different styles of businesses can charge a lot more than others, right? And some can only justify charging so much. And also this is where you need to consider, you know, just how price sensitive is your market? Because sometimes, more times than not, I'd say the business owners are actually more price sensitive than the customers. What I mean by that is as we work with businesses through say the Clever Bunch program, Everything we're doing is to help increase and, and improve the perceived value of the brand and the offering. And then the owners often get more worried about putting the price up than when they actually just put the price up. There's usually very little little reaction. But um, anyway, we'll get to more on that point. But to help your pricing, you need to consider the impact your products or services have, really. So if your products, let's say, were, were girls' hair elastics, like hair ties, then you're going to have a much lower limit, like a, a lower ceiling on what's possible for your, your um, pricing compared to, say, a, a corporate consultant that, who can assist a, a corporate organization to add you know, hundreds of thousands in additional profit. Um, to the, you know, that, that there's a little, you might pay a consultant can charge if they can add hundreds of thousands of dollars over a period of a year uh, in additional profit it's for an organization, then they can charge a lot more than someone simply selling hair, hair elastics. So you've got to obviously think what, you know, what's the reality, how much, you know, value, how much difference can you make or does your product or service make? And, um, you know, all of us want to protect as the consumer side, the con consumers want to protect their money. So you need to co show your kind of customers how your product can deliver value um, more value than the money you're asking for, really. And selling the dream is kind of like it is a marketing strategy. You know, imagine you're selling coffee beans. You'll want customers to feel as happy as the beautiful models who are drinking the coffee in your ad every time they have a sip, you know. So, <laughs> so I get that much value for only this amount of dollars. You know, that's when we make a sale. Number seven is do the math. You know, you've got to know your numbers. So work out your fixed costs, your business's operational costs, to get an idea of how much money you need to operate comfortably. Uh, expenses, you know, fixed costs might include things like rent, employees, uh, website hosting, internet subscriptions, software, etc. And then you've got to calculate the variable costs. So the variable costs, these might include things like the, the variable costs are what additional expenses you have when you make a sale. 
So these are, could be things like meeting room rental, it might be welcome packs that go out to customers, it could be materials that you give to customers, ingredients and so on that you, you, know, you use. Um, Commission-based sales stuff, obviously commissions is a really obvious, like a clear uh, variable cost. Uh, postage, things like that. And you need to set your prices with the knowledge of these numbers in mind. So you set them high enough to cover all costs plus make a profit and you really just need to know these. It's surprising how few businesses actually kind of knuckle down and, and, and know their numbers. And just because you did your numbers, you know, four years ago when you maybe could have started out in business, it doesn't mean that they're still relevant. You need to adjust and check and review things. So whether you're just starting out or you've been in business for 50 years, you know, you've got to re review the numbers uh, from time to time. Or you might find yourself working for free or even worse, you know, working hard for a loss. Number eight is review competitor pricing. It's worth reviewing your competitor's pricing and just to be sure to not price yourself out of the market. This will impact, you know, obviously the how much you can charge and reviewing competitors. Well, there's also a factor you've got to consider is how much impact you make for customers and so on because you might be better than competitors. Sure, you charge more. But it, it will impact, you know, how much when customers compare you to your competitors, there will be that perception, you know, you've got to justify why you can charge more. Um, and, and obviously it's impacted by how much value you can add to a customer, as mentioned, you know, previously. And yeah, just being keeping in mind that some industries definitely are more price sensitive, as I touched on before, than others. Number nine. Um, so strategy tip idea number nine is when you raise your prices, you can look after existing customers. So if you raise your prices, um, most of the time, as I was kind of touching on before, a small increase, say no more than 10%. If you have a really good selling product or service, if you increase the prices on a good, on a good seller by 10%, most customers won't even notice at all and you'll likely not receive any feedback at all however if you have a super price sensitive customer base and you're worried about losing repeat customers due to a price increase there are there are two things you can do to help one is to add more value as i touched on earlier for example give them something extra to help justify the price increase uh, as i mentioned before and the other is to continue to look after existing customers by offering them the old pricing now, while new customers will pay the new higher amount, by looking after the old, the existing customers with the old rates, this gives you the opportunity to tell your existing customers that you'll honor the old price for them so they know that they're being looked after and they're getting a good deal as a loyal customer. So this is a great way to build customer loyalty at the same time. And, and as I was touching on before, most people have a real fear of increasing prices, especially really small businesses, um, which tends to hold them back. Uh, it's very common and we've worked closely with hundreds of different businesses and different business owners and, and who have felt the same way. Uh, however, the good news is that once prices are increased, there's usually little or no decrease in sales. Like this is usual, obviously there's, there's always an exception to every rule, right? Um, but usually our battle with the members of the Clever Bunch program as, as we work with business owners and we work with our VIP strategy uh, customers and helping them adjust their pricing and generating more sales and things, usually we're, we're just 
pushing it up, pushing it up and helping them kind of break through these mental barriers. Um, and then when they do push it up, usually the only outcome is more cash, more cash in the bank at the end of the month, you know, which is always a good thing. Uh, number seven, oh, sorry, number 10 uh, of our tips today. The number 10 is to use the number seven and the number nine in your pricing. Now, there are, there are several studies and books written, you can Google this all you like, um, that have been written on using the numbers of, of seven and nine in pricing and how it increases sales. So using the numbers seven and nine in your pricing um, only appears to have a positive impact on your sales. Now, in our own research, we've tried to prove this wrong and haven't been able to. It's, it's like magic. Prices, which include the numbers seven and nine, just seem to sell more. If you have a look at big brands who price their products based on huge amounts of data, you'll see you'll also see the numbers seven and nine all throughout their pricing. Um, if you don't believe us, just have a simple Google and you know Apple's latest pricing for their you know their latest laptops, um, or check Porsche. I did a couple of actual um, uh, Googles just before, and I've got a couple of screenshots here. I'll I'll read out a couple of bits of pricing for you. So you, and just listen for the the price the the numbers seven and nine used throughout. So this is for Apple's 13-inch Mac. Um, they've got three levels. The bottom level is 1,999. The middle level is 2,299. And the high level is 2,999. Um, for their bigger 16-inch Mac, it's 3,799. Uh, and then the larger option of that one's 4,399. Uh, so we had a seven and nines in the, the low one there. Um, if I flick through to a Porsche, so oh, sorry, a Mercedes first. I did a C-Class sedan, C63S. Uh, and as I've built my own car online, the price total came to, on Mercedes website, $179,015.70. So I'll read that again, 179 zero one five and seventy cents so you can see two sevens in there you can see it very clearly and then uh, a Porsche thought I'll check out a Porsche as well why not build my own Porsche and it came to a hundred and twenty five thousand six hundred and seventy nine there you go with these uh, giant organizations with massive amounts of data using sevens and nines and even in um there are some really good studies would have read up on this where like the same item being sold over and over to get a good amount of data, um, even when it's often been, say, say an item that might be $30, would actually sell less than if it's 37 or 39 interestingly enough. Um, also, it just appears that you've put real effort into your pricing if it is to a really specific number, like a 7 and a 9, or even if it was like 121 would be better than 120. You know, it just feels, or 120 at least, you know, would be better than 100. 121, even better, or even better again, 127 or 129. Uh, we've done, you know, a lot of workshop sales where we get a lot of data and pricing workshops at $40, $50 versus $47 um, and $20 versus $27. And always the, the 27 or the 47 or the 49, they always just sell better. We can't, we tried to almost prove this, wrong you know that, that sevens and nines work the best and we simply have not been been able to they just work don't ask me why we're strange creatures but sevens and nines are the numbers to use in your pricing 
And number 11, so strategy idea number 11 for you today is consider how your pricing will impact your perception. So when you're setting your prices, keep in mind that cheap often means poor quality and expensive means high quality. So it's not, I know it's not always that simple exactly, but it's worth considering how you want to be perceived because your price will impact the perceived quality you offer and the perception of your brand. So keep that in mind uh, at all times as well. So there you go. There's 11 uh, strategies, ideas to run through. I'll run through as a quick recap. Number one, don't have too many uh, different price options. Number two, create a contrast in your pricing. Number three, have a really high priced offering to create a, a nice contrast. Number four, if you sell a service, try to make it tangible. Number five, add value to your offering to increase prices. Number six, know how much value you can add. Number seven, do the maths so you know your numbers. Do the math. Number eight, review your competitor pricing. Number nine, when you raise your prices, look after existing customers. Number 10, use the numbers seven and nine in your pricing. And number 11, consider how your pricing will impact your brand's perception. So there you go. I trust you've got a lot of value out of this one and obviously a lot of things to consider in there and review. I'd suggest looking at your prices and reviewing every one of these uh, 11 points as you go over your pricing and have a look at it and use this almost like a checklist to review your prices of all offerings. And I, you know, I'm, I'm certain it'll only help you uh, and help you sell more products and services. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do leave us a review on, um, actually the coolest place to leave us a review at the moment would be searching Google Maps, Basic Bananas Headquarters, our office, head office is in Narrabeen by the beach on the northern beaches of Sydney in Australia. If you Google Basic Bananas in Google Maps, and leave us a Google review. We love you a thousand times over. Um, or if you want to just leave a review on the uh, one of the podcast uh, platforms, like on iTunes or wherever you're listening into this, that would be totally awesome. That's a really nice way to say thank you. And of course, if you know anyone else who would benefit from this episode, please go ahead and share it with them. And anything else, if, we, if you uh, you know would love to get a bit more support with your business, there are tons and tons of different marketing approaches, approaches and strategies we use to help our members of our Clever Bunch program grow their businesses. If you're not sure where to start with Basic Bananas, but you'd love to learn more about us, jump onto basicbananas.com and register for the Marketing Blast Off Workshop. We've got different time zones um, set up. It's totally live, uh, a free, completely free two-hour online workshop where we go through assisting you to create a one-page marketing plan for the next quarter. Uh, we go through ways to help you stand out in a competitive market and we go through how to create your online marketing ecosystem, basically which will help you get a better understanding of how to get you know, a higher return from all of your marketing, all of your marketing efforts, all of your social media and social media platforms, how to get better returns from all of it. And it shows the, the most common main mistake people make when trying to market their businesses and their brands and, and how to avoid it. You know, the simple thing that makes marketing so challenging and how to actually uh, avoid that. So it's really, really cool sessions. It's, it's jam-packed, full of a lot of awesome content. A lot of people, you know, attend that session over and over and over. Some people have attended it, you know, five, six times over because there's so much value that we give. And it's totally free at the moment while we're running them online due to the pandemic and everything going on. So if you just jump on basicbananas.com, you'll see it. It's called the Marketing Blast Off Workshop and you can click and register for free. Totally live. I'll be running those sessions. So uh, jump on there and I'd, I'd love it if you uh, say hello. That'd be totally cool. And you can be anywhere in the world, of course, um, to, to tune in. We have different times 
uh, sessions so that it works for, for everyone, no matter where you are on planet Earth. There'll be one coming up in the next couple of weeks that you could register for. Um, and as always, anything else, if you have any questions, get in touch with the team at Basic Bananas and we'll be more than happy to help. Bye for now. Rocket. To get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.